Wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down All right, let's get into the grow talk, man. The grow yeah. talk, if we can, you know, before we were show prepping, it sounded like what gurus dabbing hairs and you're drinking bong water, <laughs> whole bunch of coughing and shit. Oh, shit. You were on the mic the whole time, huh? Yeah, I accidentally drank some bong water, man. And then a guru goes, don't feel so bad. I dabbed a hair yesterday. And, well, uh, it wasn't yesterday, but it was not too long ago. Horrible, it was horrible, by the way. <laughs> it was, I, would, I would rather drink the bong water. Yeah, I've burnt my hair with a lighter before. Back in the days of 90s and big slabs, man. Huh. I don't know, man. I tell you what, though, guru, what the fuck did we just smoke? What was that? Dude, that was a country star, but that was, that was pretty much, that's like diamonds and sauce. Where it's, it's crystal THC and then uh, terpene sauce, like with it, and you pretty much just took a a nice crystal. Because here's what I'm confused about: I'm of the you know, you know, if you smoke a whole bunch, then you shouldn't get super stoned. You should kind of be used to it. That one kicked I'm you on kicked up, your ass, man. didn't it? Yeah, I tried to make it to the stool. I had to take a break over in the you know in in, in the intermediate area, man. Just had to have a seat, man. Dude, and shout out to the <laughs> B nail that delivered that hit too. Yeah, it's nice, it, perfect temp man perfect temp you where think it, about it. it it doesn't even start to vape until you cap it and then it just goes it's yeah perfect. it's awesome i yelled at the warehouse guy because he let guy yesterday because he left the b nail on without leaving any dabs man that's just bad <laughs> etiquette man <laughs> i bring in the commercial supporter to sign if you like the b nail coupon code to dude over there guys as i say almost we're always trying to any products we're talking about trying to Get the recognition and the hookup for the crew. Sure, sure. All I just right. reached for my bong just now, just out of habit, and uh, just no, no, <laughs> no, thank you. That's a uh, bee nail, like the bees, like bzzz, by the way, you know. Yeah, hey, that guy's actually really cool. He actually donates to bee charities and whatnot. He gives a shit about that kind of stuff. He's doing good work over there, my friend Ollie. By the time we have issues with bees, we'll have drone bees. Done deal. Dude, Figured out. Good hey, to go. Thanks, Monsanto, dude. That's what they say. <laughs> That's what Monsanto says. They're like, we got it. Don't worry. We're inventing shit for that. All right. So uh, executive producer here. I'm going to go up to Moby Dill over there at the Herbal Cure. Uh, why? Because they're going to be up at the DGC Cup and supporter of the DGC Cup. Um, they're going to have some merch there chilling. And just always been a good grower, good connect in the industry, and a, a friend, a friend of the show. Absolutely, agreed. So, a true professional. Claims to be a pretty good grower. We'll see. Come we'll on see. now, man. That lemon G was <laughs> crazy. That's crazy. He's the man behind the lemon G. Or that that brought it to us anyway. Yes, dude. Ohio cut only, bro. Yes, right? sir. You gotta make sure you say that every time. Yes. <laughs> you gotta represent the Ohio folk. Oh, they'll be coming. They coming, man. All right. So who's growing some dank? Hashtag dude grows show Instagram here. And guys, I'm trying to feature also pictures of just some of your gardens and your canopies and what you're doing. Cause this is a grow show. All right. Yeah. So right here, this was inspiring. Actually, this is some grow solo. Um, and he is showing a picture of a bed covered with some straw. And then he is running the blue mats. I think it's called blue soak. 
And what this is, I remember seeing it at a show. It is pretty damn cool. It's like a tape, you know, like an irrigation tape, okay, uh, like a soaker hose. So you can have one blue mod hooked up to it, and then you can have it go out. And you can have it in a few spots. But I like the uniform cover here, and it's meant to be sub-irrigation. Like you want probably your straw over it or a little bit of mulch over it, a little bit of maybe compost, whatever. Okay. And that would I just see this making a no-till bed work like easy peasy. Man. So what I can't the, the blue mots that they they have like a I know the other ones have like a a little probe and a sensor in there. Yeah, so that's like if you have into this still has the sensor. Okay, but this is also if you have individual um, sites and not a grow bed, there's other blue mot parts at work. This I like though because a lot of listeners are and you're trying to go to some no till beds in your garden as a. Uh, Hey man, let's try this out. It might be one of those not set it and forget it because for me, there's nothing in gardening that set it and forget it unless you're out in nature, maybe, but let uh, this do the thinking for you. Let this do the watering for you. I mean, you're welcome to check it's work, but (laughs) I love this hashtag fuck prohibition. I like hashtag do work. I like that. Yeah. This guy's cool, man. Grow solo respect, man. Follow. Yes, sir. Follow. There we go. All right. Who we got else? We got one more here from, uh, Sparky. Tips electrical, Sparky Tips electrical. All right, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I can take, and what we're looking at is a picture. Uh, I think we've seen one like this before. This is a different one though. Just down a really nice looking room, nice canopied out grow, about probably five feet tall. Great, and ass. then just some. Do I say that or just think it? <laughs> some dude's body, like hanging out the the lower half. He's on there doing some under pruning, which is important to yep. maintain that space. Uh, but the garden looks good, man. I, I love the the wall lining and everything else, and just rocking out a nice even canopy. Did I miss? Let's see. Did I miss any hashtags? But that's a clean garden. Let's let's just say right there, man. It's clean, and just even the way he did the wall. So it cost him a few hundred extra dollars to take, uh, you know, that that paneling and put it all over the walls. But now he gets to go wipe it down. Every harvest, he gets to go over there. He can go and wipe that down with some you know, Clorox wipes or something like that, and keep that place really clean. It's fucking cool, and it's valuable to have that. Effing cool. Yes, sir. All right. Before we get in the grow talk, I'll tell you, Radical Bags is bringing you some grow talk today. Nice. Uh, I don't know if you can throw up this IG post. I had a picture of my one gal Radical Bag um, and when I was transplanting it. And if you look at this picture, you can tell. Now, what I used to see, and this plant has a pretty thick stalk on it, if you can notice, for one gal. Um, when I transplant out of my nursery pots, instead of seeing the dirt here and roots ending, I would see this white root mass swirling, you know, okay. doing which calling that getting root bound, which you explained the other day. You don't want more root material necessarily, you right? More How tips. You the roots feed from the tip. So the more tips yeah. you have, the better. The longer each root is, if it's swirling all around, you still only got one tip at the end to feed from. So this thing transplanted, it, it, it Velcros down the side. And when you get up into the bigger sizes, I think it's seven or five and up. They come with handles on the side. And this material here just rinses out super easy in your shower, under your sink, any hose. Um, the water just sprays right through it. So, so far I'm giving these a thumb up. It's the first time I've ran them and uh, made in the USA, man. I always throw that in there. Nice, so. man. Where the hell do you get them? Does anybody know where you get them? Uh, gardengearsupply.com is where you can hook up with these. Uh, got a coupon code dude over there for them. So check them out. If you want to get some radical bags and no, these things are meant to last a radical lifetime. You like that? (laughs) 
<laughs> I do. You know who I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the guy that 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 brought these to us, Shane, uh, yeah. the entrepreneur over there. And I am th- I'm thinking about voting with my dollars, man. And I like that guy. I like what he's doing. I like what he's all about. And I like the product he brought to market, man. So I'm going to support him. Do you not like the uh, the smart pots that I saw yesterday at Home Depot? I don't know, man. I don't, we don't have I don't to go down there. We don't have to go down stuff. there. I had a bad taste in my mouth. Sorry, I did. <laughs> Nobody's going to come help me. Nobody's going to tell me about shit there. So I don't yeah. like it. Anyway, all right. So uh, grow talk here. Let's get into a few. Yes, sir. Get uh, number one here is humidity uh, from Jimmy Three Green Thumbs. I can't say and nothing I'm, about Home Depot. My dad might have to work there one day, man. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Okay. I mean, nothing against that. It's some dudes are just bored. Yeah. Some people, no, some people like to work at Home Depot, man. It's actually pretty fun for some people. I know, I know a couple of guys or, that are into it. I'd be more into the ACE size, not the depot size. All right. I'm currently vegging 60 seedlings under T5 and two 400 watt LEDs. What is the safe humidity at, he goes, at 75 Fahrenheit? So right there, seedlings, man, you can go pretty high with your humidity. I'd also up your temps if you want a little more performance out of them. At 75, I'd be going up to 80. Um, and then yeah, I've humid- noticed, I, I, real quick, I just got my new room going, and I said I've got an air conditioner. I set it to 80, and it wasn't that hot, man. I set it to like 84. <laughs> I was like, dude, I want things to get going, man. This is what it feels like when you know in a nice greenhouse in Florida in the summer. <laughs> Yeah, and humidity-wise, I mean, at least 50%, but you can go up to 70. These are seedlings. And I wanted to remind listeners, when growers, sorry, I hate the word listeners. I'm sure the DGC, what up? Uh, if you are growing and we're giving numbers on the show, like, oh, 70% humidity, bring it up to 80. Keep in mind, of course, cannabis is an aggressively growing weed, right? So the numbers we're giving are ideal for optimal performance. You can get away with a pretty wide, not on all strains, but a pretty wide range of parameters and still get some dank grown. Yeah. So don't be deterred if you're like, there's no way I can get to that temperature. But, and be careful about also um, indoor and outdoor. There's a pretty big difference. And Guru, help me, help me explain this. I guess it's just a fresh air coming in, but in Florida, I can have 80% humidity or above, but the air is blowing through. But if I have 80% humidity or or above in my grow room, the walls are literally dripping, you know? So we just talk about where the dew point is. I mean, I'm just saying that there's a big difference between 80% humidity outside and 80% indoors, you know, 80% indoors is a problem. Yeah. Thank you. Problem all problematic. <laughs> Let me get on to the next part of this question here. Yes, sir. If seedlings are 24 days old in solo cups. He's used no nutrient or additives so far. He's growing in a peat mix. He says, I would like suggestions on a nutrient program. I don't care if it's organic as I plan to flush for two weeks. His 60 seedlings I'm bringing along to choose 12 females from. All right. So Let's what do you say to that? that? Yeah, <laughs> thank you. When he says, uh, I don't care if it's organic because I plan to flush. Uh, that is that- provocative right there, man. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it, what do you think? I mean, we just had uh, Chris from BioBiz in, in here that was talking about uh, uh, the way that BioBiz is, is fermented plant materials and the way that they're basically feeding through microbial interaction the whole time. And it was, it was kind of, it was very interesting um, as compared to someone like, I tell you, honestly, Jaron comes over with the uh, new millennium, the shit he grows with the uh, new millennium nutrients. I think it's a five or a six part system. Them, which you only use, I think, three bottles at once. So it's very simple. And that shit is a crazy flavor, man, and crazy crystal production, man. I mean, what do you say to that, man? 
You asking me? Or are you asking Guru? I'm just saying, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I'm just kind of baked and talking. I'm just trying to bust Guru because right now he's probably looking at Wallapinis on his damn computer. So, you know, got to <laughs> keep on point. Anyway, the question was, what do you say to what? The, 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 that getting the dank either way and the flavor? And, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've smoked really great, great tasting cannabis that's been grown with new millennium nutrients. And I smoked great tasting cannabis that has grown with organics. Yeah, In my well, opinion, the biggest deciding factor if weed is going to be like dank or not at the end is genetics, first and foremost. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I will say those birthday cake. Finishing oh time, ripening, flush. I'm listing all the things I think are the most important. A quality-based nutrient. When I say, okay, I haven't – I used Ramo's nutrient line last time I grew um, as my meat and potatoes and had some additives. But, uh, yeah, as long as I want to – I just don't want to see you using like a PGR, a hardener, an Avid, uh, well, you know. Yeah, because those really screw up the plant's uh, ability the, – the plant's working. You know, whether, whether it's working um, through – what do they call Ionic is, is the um, – when the nutrients just absolutely touch the plant root and make it happen and, and have a reaction. And well, 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 yeah, but I mean, in a biological reaction, that's the exact same thing that's happening. It's right. just the extra step of microbes, but the microbes are still breaking it down into ions, right. delivering it to the root and sure. taking them up in the exact same way that it would from uh, salt-based. The idea is that the microbes are your intermediary and they end up balancing it. So they mm-hmm. end, it's easier to burn a plant when you're just playing. Well, delivery system and what's the difference between i don't know if guru you know the answer to this but then using uh for some companies claim they they source pharmaceutical grade you know for that's for true their- man that's true pharmaceutical grade because we have to make sure of that shit with uh when we're making a recharge you oh because the ag grade is yep. is awful and it's full, of, full of and it's all about heavy metals yes for and most the- of that stuff and because uh, heavy metals left in it will go into the plant and you're not going to flush those especially out with grading. something like cannabis as a dynamic accumulator and it's going to pull up just about yep. all those heavy metals that are there if they're there so yep we so want to you- avoid that and then food grade and then the highest level you can get is pharmacopoeia and I mean, that's what we're going to shoot for. Well, with I mean, your so the heavy metals, especially if, you you're have, gonna, if it's going to be medicine, the inputs you're using should be uh, pharmacopoeia grade. Pharmacopoeia, which I believe, yeah, that's where I'm saying recommending. If you want to go with a good base nutrient program, the ones we've used before in the show, you know, I liked Ramo Nutrients. Um, I liked Arc Screen Solutions, New Millennium I used. Uh, they all were very, if you have a quality water source, follow the feed chart. And you're good to go. The one thing I used to always preach and still do, if you want to add a bottle of funk, you know, to that program, such as bud swells, a guano worm, Mm -hmm. um, a liquid guano at the right time in bloom. And a a living aspect to that, too, is always going to make it just that extra level of of buffering to be there. Yeah, a little recharge in there, man. Don't mind if I do. But hey, what's up with guanos? Sometimes uh, I was—I think I was listening to that Chip Baker guy, and he was ta- I'm, talking about I'm done with guanos. He was talking about the specific flavor that guanos give, and they were saying that back in the day, you could actually, you know, everybody was using Budswell, and all, it had a nice earthy flavor, but it was almost like the the, the guanos that were expressing specific terpenes. <laughs> you don't like that. Huh? It's just like much? that sentence. Too much, man. Too the deep. Bonos are expressing certain terpenes. You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I, mean, hey, I just I don't. Mean, but but the the presence of those terpenes being able to be there isn't going to be like if if a plant genetically isn't able to make that terpene then using Budswell isn't going to make it make it. Right. They were just saying it had a specific <laughs> flavor to it. You know, everybody was using Budswell and 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 uh, all the weed kind of tasted the same. Yeah. Interesting conversation, that's all. 
I feel you. So I, I mentioned some nutrient programs for you. There's plenty out there. It's really deciding on how you want to do it. If you want to be hashtag no spill, you know, with bottles or whatnot, or go, if you have a local hydro store, you know, it's always good to inquire what's working well for them. What do they, you know, wh- what are they getting their customers on that they cycle through? They're getting fresh nutrient on their shelves. Sure. They can help you with if you have a bad bottle, et cetera. So, so what it's uh, like, a, the organics is more of like a long-term system, man, you know, where you're just trying to keep the, the microbes going, you're keeping the nutrient processing long-term. I think the, uh, you know, synthetics is just a drip system, you know, where you're just dripping meals of food every day, you know, Hey, I brought home dinner again, babe. You know, I'd say that's the big difference between the two of them. <laughs> now that Scotty's got his analogy in, we'll, yeah. and everybody understands, we'll move on. Sorry, man. I am high. <laughs> Mutant looking here. Jimmy three green thumbs again. This one will be a quick hit. I appreciate the post, man. That's why I hit him two of them in a row, bro. Yes, sir. Because I'm vegging 60 seedlings. We know that. All the plants look great except for this one. What is wrong with it? I'm only watering every two to three days with pH 6.5 water using uh, a promo soil and solo cups. So we're looking at this one here. It looks nasty. The first thing, like either, I don't know. It's, it's got three, two sets of leaves that are the, the duck leaf, you know, three mm-hmm. petioles and the new growth coming out looks not good. It looks over first. Like, did, did he feed it anything? A lot of times if you hit it heavy with fertilizer, you get mutant shit like that, man. Uh, just plain uh-huh. water so far. Okay. I think what you, well, first I would scope the hell out of it. Ooh. Make wow. sure you have nothing messing with it, especially, um, you know, uh, hemp russet mites. It's all, they're small, so you want to look with a 60 times. You can scope them with a 30 times if you got really good eyesight and you're patient and you know what you're looking for. I check your um, roots too. But, yeah, since you have 60, yeah, just pull this one out away from the grow. Get it somewhere you can sit and look at it good. That's a good point, Guru. Pull it out of the cup. Check the roots. Check. Make sure you have no pests. I'm, I'm, I'm not even saying pest-wise, just some type of root rot or I don't know. But make so, sure so he that, doesn't. That, so that, that plant's completely sick, but I would separate it from them just so if it's like some type of virus or something like that, you're not going to transfer it from plant to plant too. If it's one of 60, I would just ditch oh, it I, and I would take I would, it outside yeah, and learn from ditch it. Ditch it after I checked it for pests. All right, cool. Peace out. You didn't get along with your friends. Take it outside though. Hey, take that shit outside, man. Yeah. Don't let it hang around. Yep. All right, man. We got a grower's comment over on YouTube here. Pretty good one from, let's see here. <laughs> Come on. What you got, brother? What you got? I got, I got <laughs> Pepucho, 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 Le, Le <laughs> you got to do the last name, dude. I got Pepucho. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Le Guadalarga. No, it's it's lengua larga. It's it's big tongue. Pepe Cho lengua larga. I love that. And what's Pepe Cho mean? I don't I have no clue. <laughs> oh, uh, he's no. screwing with us now. That's Pepe Cho big tongue right there, man. All right. All right. Pepe Cho. I mean, I got to just check, make sure we're not getting into. There is an urban dictionary that immediately pops up. <laughs> Says, ask not what Peppa Cho can do for you. Ask what you can do for Peppa Cho. Nice, man. Nice. All right. Um, Now that we've completely acted like stoners, please read the next line. Yeah. No worries. Uh, (laughs) We have respect for all you guys are doing to remove the stoner stigmas, man. Respect for uh, checking us out. (laughs) I just want to say what what changed generations after the 60s. Was weed smoked in joints? So he's commenting on another show where we're talking about again the dab rigs and all that. This is he cool. Goes, I like where he's going though. Been smoking fifty plus years now, 
and can vouch that the weed in the 60s and 70s was just as good, if not better than most you find now. You know, I tricky. Hey, real quick, man. My yep. friend had Vietnamese weed from like in in like 1990 or 91, and it was ape shit, fucking like indoor. He was growing like stolen street lights, but it was fucking on par or better. It was really delicious weed. Same kind of shit. Because so, when Tricky Dick, aka Richard Nixon, made it a Schedule One, all hell broke loose. Growers were run indoors, and genetics became weaker and the powers that be genetically modified it. Excellent weed has always existed in the artist communities. You just had to know who had it. Sunlight, water, and fertile living soil, and she pretty well takes care of herself. If we seed the weed again, prohibition will not stand a chance. Nor will it take as long. Seed the weed again, man. Yeah, don't even make me call my t-shirt guy. So yes. what's he saying? Just, just you know, if we keep the, the saying, more seeds, the better, simple, man. He's like a cat clacking his coot disciple. He's saying, dude, it doesn't have to be that hard, man. You go get some decent soil and you throw some compost over it, and you can grow some and get some good genetics, which have been around for a very long time. We're, you know, yeah. Subcool didn't invent good genetics, man. They've been around for a very long time. That's what he's yeah. saying. Yeah, and he's saying if it's seeded and shit, just nature's has its cycle and it keeps reseeding and seeding and creating dank and good to go. I'm down. Yeah, there's always been great dank, man. You know, and it's, I thought he meant when you know seeded again. We got to get a you know a program going on where we're going to start just vacant lots, areas in the woods where we grow so much. People are throwing handfuls of seeds out their cars on the highway. Well, let's think about that. We did that story this morning on uh, on the uh, uh, what's growing on about was it what's growing on? Is that what the show's called? Wake and bake, whatever it's called about about uh, how hemp's becoming legal. That they're going to be seeding mass amounts of hemp, and then Guru is saying, "How the fuck are you got to tell if you go throw some you know some uh, high THC cannabis in the middle of a whole bunch of hemp? There's going to be no way to tell, and it's pretty much." going to be on from there you know what do you mean other than the hemp in the you'll have seeded sense amelia or sure, whatever if you sure. will uh, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> you know, seeded, i know i know seeded weed but yes it, but i just think you're going to have tons of uh i think it pretty much opens the floodgates is what i'm saying and so it would I, also depend on what what they're growing the hemp for because there'd be different harvesting times. Uh, if you're growing for fiber and stuff, they're growing it on a lot shorter cycles. That's true. Harv- they're not harvesting, even- so they're not even getting it that long. Sure. I don't but know. They'll be getting CBD uh, okay. out of it. Okay, so we got to yeah. grow our Sensamelia in the proper field that's being grown for fiber. Mm-hmm. It, you just don't want to go in <laughs> one that's being grown for like seed for either or the oils for fuel or uh, for food. I just think it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Pepecho? How do you say it? Pepecho Lingo Largo? Man, I, I think you're right. I, I think it's awesome that you took the time to send us this information and uh, should be like a cannabis history report right here. But I do think that that it's a circle and we're coming back to a lot, you know, fields and fields of, of good quality cannabis out there. All right. Big tongue, huh? Are you sure? Pepecho. Pepecho Big Tongue. Yeah. Lengua Largo. I'll leave you with the deep thought what it means here because I found another meaning. When one person suffers from a delusion, it is called insanity. When many people suffer from a delusion, it is called Pepecho. Wow. That's fucking awesome. Let's take a break, man. Why don't we hear about a little bit of new new millennium from, shall I say, from the horse's mouth called Jaron the Horse Mouth. Pepecho Lengua Larga sounds like a butthole surfer song. All right, we'll take a quick break here, guys. We'll be back with some more Bro Talk. All right. Hey, dude, time for a change. So many bottles, so much synthetics. Remember. 
remember the soil's where it all starts. Just open your heart to grow it better. Hey, dude, compost is great. Loaded with microbes and with good minerals. Just pouring bottles over the top of good soil won't make it better. And anytime there's a new strain. So we got uh, another grow talk here, man. Small grow box. 
slash tents. Boxes slash tents. Posted by Sugar Daddy. Because if you're a Sugar Daddy, you got to have your grow game on, man. On. What you got there? What you got? Sorry, I had to turn on my uh, light to make me look a little bit better and maybe more or less orange. All right. right. Nobody Uh, noticed, sir. Hey, DGC, I've been listening to you guys nonstop lately and I've learned a a ton. Right on. Appreciate it. Uh, one Scotty, of my favorites was when you guys talked about how the revolution that helped me make that helped make the fertilizers and all that also contributed to nuclear war. I felt as as if in a college in a college class. Oh. Anyways, I live in Indiana and I've never grown cannabis before, and so I've been doing constant research and finding as much information as possible. And I feel confident about many things now. My biggest concern is if I should buy an already made grow box. I have limited space and can't make this too big since Indiana is pretty Indiana is pretty strict. He says, or I can just make something my own. Just want to know if you guys knew of any good companies or ideas to help me out. So um guru, basically a nice grow go ahead. box man guru, guru showed up with a grow box i kind of looked at it i was like what is that man it's like a mini room i would definitely make sure you have a, one a, a good tent uh two a good light and uh, definitely if you're going that small heat's going to be an issue so led is going to be your best friend and then you don't want that thing to smell at all especially if you're in louisiana so indiana yeah, and- indiana louisiana what's the difference man if you can buy a smaller <laughs> tent, I'm going to recommend, you know, that's what we had our studio in. I rocked a few of them. I think Scotty had a little oh, gorilla recharge. Gorilla tents are good as fuck, man. Mini recharge quality. factory in one at one point. Um, so gorilla grow tents, if you're going to go with a tent. Now, the reason why I wouldn't it sometimes go with a tent, if your space is very unique, I've seen some crafty shit out there, man. People make some cool stuff just for use of space because there's no size tent that's applicable to what they're working with. So if you if that's the case, I would make something. If that's not the case, grow tents are nice, man. They just fold right up. Maybe you need to take down. You're like, shit, man, something's going down. I'm going to rip down my grow tent real quick. You know, like that's easy. You can take it with you. You can move it around. Um, and sometimes constructing something on your own isn't that easy. So what do you do for lighting? I mean, you do something like uh – you know, just get LEDs from Rapid LED and build something yourself. For something that small, I'd be trying to get. Uh, especially, actually, if it's, you just have that small of space to try and light up, I'd want to fall out and just spend some money because for that space, you're not going to have to spend that much money to get like top of the line if you build it yourself. So you're talking building your own LEDs. Mm-hmm. What would you use? I mean, it, it would it would depend on what uh, size tent you get. Sure. Okay. So something really small. If I got something where I've only got three inch, three foot of height, rather, what am I using? Like the uh, quantum board? Can I put one of those in there? Uh, yeah. I mean, that would definitely be an option. Yeah. I check out Rapid LED. They have some pretty cool kits that fit a lot of different size tents. Interesting. All right. So I don't know. I, I guess I would probably, I don't know, just because I like to fiddle with stuff, probably make my own, but I really don't know what's out there. If somebody already did it and has it at a good price. That or I'd just be looking for an LED that's a low profile and will fit in whatever tint you get. High intensity, low profile. You do like the fiddle. <laughs> yes, All right. Sir. Who's yes, slinging sir. the recharge, man? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm still looking at LED shit. <laughs> MPK Hydroponics in Westminster, California. Another California store. All right. Prospect, man. I give motion. them a four on the creativity scale for store name. Okay. Not that they're a bad store. I don't know anything about them, but NPK hydroponics. I don't know. I'm giving them a four. That might, I think those guys have been around forever. And if I'm, if it's the same thing, guys that I'm thinking of, uh, maybe it's, I don't know, but uh, there's a NPK. I know that's been around forever in California. I don't know if it's the same thing, but uh, 
I give. I'm just saying, it ain't nothing like no stress hydro, you know. (laughs) They're doing good business. Planned planthood or planned planthood. Yeah, it's pretty classic. That's a good one. Oh man, you think they got protesters outside? Sorry, man, (laughs) we got confused. The bus driver can't read. All right, let's move on to two more grow talks here. We'll hit we'll hit them out, man. A little bit of longer grow talk for you today. Doctor Who won't die Whoa. from big, big toe grows. This is controversial, <laughs> sir. <clears throat> Second grow, he goes, this first was unknown indica beans and soil. This grow, Dr. Hugh, Dr. Who <laughs> from Homegrown Natural Wonders. <laughs> Shout out, Oda Diesel, what up? Um, growing in some cocoa, perlite. Five gallon pots. He's watered in a can of cocoa. He says he was up to twelve mil per gallon um, using the can, of which I don't think that's anything crazy. I don't Look have how a feed dark chart. They are man. Those things are loaded <laughs> with nitrogen, though, man. So if he's in a true mix or cocoa mix, he doesn't mention anywhere that stuff's enriched. Um, he's pH is on the issue he's having is that he said he's been flushing the first girl on the left side of this pitcher for two weeks and it won't die. And I mean, obviously we're not trying to kill it, but, um, and then he goes, my next run is at least three doctor who do I need to taper off feeding more in late bloom? He goes, my worm farm has been running for a couple months now. So we'll be using their castings to amend. I plan on going to no till in the future. And yes, Scotty, looking at this pitcher, like, this thing's got some newts. I, and if this is, he says, the one on the left, if he's been flushing for two weeks and they still look this green, like. Well, your worm farm's going to keep it, you know, the worm castings and all the all the uh, the microbes in there are going to keep it from being really easy to flush, too. Yeah. Take a note. You can lighten up on your newts for sure. Uh, I usually plan on, if I don't know the strain, three weeks of plain water. And then before. This is, bro, you know, my anecdotal evidence, science, whatever the hell you want to call it. Before I go to my full flush, like, I'm like, okay, I walk in the room. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take my nutrients out of this program now. But what I am going to do is water in with a pretty, not double dose, but a heavy, just a water and enzyme hit. My my philosophy is like I'm going to break down some of the organic matter that's in there. I'm going to just hit it one time with a heavy enzyme if there's some available shit that needs to be um, broken down. And then I go to plain water. What's that? I'm sorry. I interrupted you, brother. No, that's about it. Then I go to plain water. Um, I don't know what my exact, you know, philosophy is behind that enzyme hit other than I like to, if there's like, you know, some salt buildup or if there's just some stuff that needs cleaning out dead root material, whatever. I want to give it one good heavy enzyme hit before flush. These flowers don't look nearly finished. Um, I would kind of agree. I don't have a, we don't have a close. Well, yeah, we kind of do there. I mean, if, if he's, he didn't tell us if he's, if he's looked at the trikes, I hope definitely look at the trikes. And if you see all clear and some cloudy, then you definitely have, it's still a couple of weeks left. Wait. And then he says he was feeding 12 mil of canna, just, just a and B mix half and half, I'm okay. guessing. And then five mil of CalMag with it. And he's not using RO water. I mean, because CalMag is usually just cal nitrate and like calcium sulfate. Yeah, he says I have well water, and he says um, in the pH is right on, but he didn't say beyond the pH, like you're saying with the well water. How, what's the ppm in there? Maybe with his well water, um, he's still getting some mineral. I mean, was there would there be something in well water uh, that would I mean, prevent? The, you know, I would say the castings are going to keep the nutrient in there as well. And, well, he and, didn't put and, any and, in this. And time. I'm just he's saying, just oh, next o- time. overfeeding nitrogen to begin with. Yeah, so I I would say just keep running this. It, it doesn't look bad, but it looks like it's still going. So I would say keep going Wait, what, with it. Well water, let's say the well water is at 300 something, 400, 500 ppm. Right. I don't know if that's the case, but if that water already has 
uh, but what is that stuff, man? It, it's not what? like it, it's not a lot of usable plant. It's just dissolved solids. Yeah, but it's, it's, I, I, I remember it's not. It's not like it's just usable plant food. A lot of that stuff isn't isn't it usable? For I mean, the plant? Uh, yeah, but regardless, a lot of it, a lot of it is uh, calcium. I mean, it's not directly usable, but I mean. It, it is plain absorbable. Okay. But don't those solids, and isn't that, that being that that water already has that PPM in it, doesn't it inhibit it from flushing out more? You know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm flushing through with um, a lower, like something like if I use the RO water and a flushing agent, I'm just wondering with the higher PPM in the water potential with flushing, he's not getting, it's not stripping out some of the, there's, the inputs there, there's not enough in. of the correct charge to be able to strip the nutrients out of the soil. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. So I think if he didn't let us know, but if you have a high PPM well water next time, maybe just for when you go to flush, not your whole grow, you should consider if available. And it's it, it's you could use RO water or distilled water, um, but you want to put even with RO water a little bit of uh, I don't know if charge is the right word to it. We've talked about it on the show before where some people will say flush with quarter strength nutrient because then you're going to pull stuff out with a cation exchange or something like that. You know, it's bro stuff. I don't know. Does that make any sense, Guru? <laughs> it does. You can't, if you were, and, yeah, go a ahead. Bit. Well, well, no, I mean, because because that's how they work. Because the the all if just plain water doesn't really have any charge to it to pull nutrients out of the soil because they're yes, kind that's of what trying to say they're stuck to the soil by an electrical charge. So what you're watering through has to have a stronger affinity towards them or like try to pull them towards it. Okay, than what the soil has. So just flushing, just straight water through there doesn't really do that. That's and, what the flushing and, agents are, And that's are, like right? a common misconception is most people do that. Yeah, the flushing agents do that, and they do it in a couple different ways. One, just the charge of it, but it's the correct charge. And then their chelates that have, uh, they're pretty much like claws. It'll strip the soil or the the ions that are adsorbed onto the soil off of it. That's what I was trying to talk away. about was the chelate claws. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. What are you, a lawyer? <laughs> Anyway, I hope we helped you out there, man. Uh, and check check your trikes. I agree with Scotty. The flowers look a little small. Maybe you got some more time to go than you think. But yeah, they just don't look fully developed. That's what I think exactly. Just keep the, keep uh, you know those plants alive for a few more weeks, man, and let them fade out themselves. They'll tell you when they're ready. All right, we got one more, man. It's your curveball, yes, Scotty. Or right. softball. I think that's what you say. You need the softball. Curveball is very hard to hit, man. Um, it's not very nice. If you say, what if I say, okay, let me throw you a softball? Are you insinuating just it's easy for everybody to hit a softball? Is that yes. what that means? Yes, I'm being like, it is easy you know, to hit a softball. Hey, dude, can you tell me why recharge is so awesome? Oh, no, this well. is to sip or not to <laughs> sip. All there right. You go. Sub irrigation planner goes, Hey guys, this is from Grambo. Not pleased with the raised platform and trays that I built for my garden. Thinking about ripping the whole thing down and just going with pots on the floor on a raised runoff catching pans. So that's you can water everything in and your water, all your runoff goes to one area. But the more I think about it, the more I think um, sub irrigation planners are the way to go. I know Scotty always recommends the hempies, but given the amount of medium that a larger sip containers can hold, it just seems like bigger washing machines one could grow. What's the cheapest way do you think I can get a SIP container made, given that we have 12 plants and I want to maximize my space but don't have a huge budget to start over? Thanks, guys. See you at the DGC Cup 2018. Yes, sir. The amazing cultivated synergy in beautiful Denver, Colorado. Right on, Grambo. Grambo no expendable. It's got a 12 plants, man. That's how are you going to set up a SIP system? Cheap. Uh, go to Walmart. No plastic. The, the, oh, shit. No plastic. <laughs> you get the $4 laundry tubs, you know, the rope handled tubs, and mm-hmm. uh, you 
go get a little step bit from Harbor Freight and you put a, a one inch hole in there and you put a, a couple one inch grommets that you buy from the grocery store and you get the tees and all that stuff, the tees and, and the uh, tubing from the grocery store. And you put a, a simple sip system together like that. It costs you about four bucks for each of those, each of those containers, the rope containers, if you get them on sale. And then what, you got to hook all that to a reservoir, right? If he's got 12 plants, does he want to hook all that? To, doesn't it hook in? Or yep. no, does you it hook, hook like hook a 50 gal res? Yeah, you can hook it up to a reservoir, not a 50 gal. And you got to hook it up to like a little, I call it like a slave container or something like that. Um, that sounds politically incorrect, doesn't it? <laughs> it's one, it's one that is, uh, has the float valve in it. Uh, so you got to buy like a $25 float valve and, uh, another container, but it's, it's not that expensive. I if you didn't want a reservoir, did couldn't I, you water each one individually? <laughs> if you had a pipe coming you, instead of a T, each one was an individual site with a 90, um, off that one inch grommet with a pipe coming up to water it. I, I mean, I, know that. I don't know, man. I'm too lazy for that shit. Man. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> I, would, I would just put it. I, I actually just built one and it came out really efficient. I actually put, I had some pallet racking that I have it in the grow and I put my reservoir up there. So it's like gravity fed and it's pretty cool. So I'll, I'll do a little video for you, man. Um, guru, that's a challenge to us, man. We should go, go check out what's going on in, in the little grow and, uh, and show them how you can do just a really inexpensive, uh, sip system. Ooh, a video out of Scotty's garden. I dare you. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Um, yeah, there's, uh, not too expensive to get this system going and yeah, check it out. There's plenty of information on dudegrows.com as well. Just search sip, sub irrigation, heavy buckets. Yeah. All that jazz will pull up a ton of posts about DGC that have done it and some recommendations. And I say sip to sip or not to sip. Definitely. Sub irrigated planters are amazing. And the, the way that I've got them set up, uh, they do have one fail point, which is you got to make sure the float valve doesn't get clogged, but you go in there you check your float valve. You make sure it's clean. You, you maintain it and blow some fresh water in there every couple days. And uh, you've got a really low maintenance system for growing a whole lot of dank. Right on. We're going to put it in the bag, guys. Let's get ready to do some shout outs here. All right. Let's do it. What you got, man? What you got? I got Contrarian Crafter. Contrarian Crafter and J Papa. J Papa. J Papa. I'll give it to Intergalactic. <laughs> Sorry. Intergalactic Caregiver. Over display of cannabis power. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to give it up to King Black 420, OG, and Pitcher Buds. Don't forget about Herbal Hustle and Samurai 420, MMMP. Karma Atomic Green and Ali Terrible. All right, man. <laughs> All right. Peace out, guys. Stay higher. All right. Keep it. Keep it real. All right. Take her easy, dude. Later. <laughs> Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss says is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good boss on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill what the doctor says to do They shake their heads And natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed I like to smoke it out in loud.
Smoking weed, I ain't got nothing wrong. 